back and we're better than ever. You've got the one and only the best podcast in the 815. Hands down. Looked it up on Google. Just kidding. But if you did, it might be there. I don't know. We'll see. you got Beyond the Q podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bob. Along with me, as always, is the one and only awesomest password reset master, Vince. Vince, how you doing today, man? I'm good. Last few passwords I reset, though, weren't... Never mind. No, they were pretty good. <laughs> There's a few I, of them that I'm very proud of. <laughs> I was, um, you know, telling you today that, uh, or actually just a little bit before when we were planning, just laying out the episode of this podcast, that um, I was fortunate enough today to be able to reset one password. And I, 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 I as far as comparison to you, Ultimate Password Reset Master, like, it was just, it was boring. Wasn't even really cool, man. It wasn't that bad, for real. I mean, I even got hit with the password reset myself, too. And <laughs> it was weird because I didn't know what server it was. But mm-hmm. now I've nailed down what server Chris is the best is my password. So, <laughs> and I'm keeping it that. My uh, uh, password I, I, I had to reset today, two capital letters, no numbers. That's all I'm going to give out keeping confidentiality at a, ex, like an extreme premium right now. Yep, yep. I mean, I don't know. I was trying to think of the recent ones I had. It was like Mama Bear. Like Mama Bear 1, 2, 3, I think. And just random. Just but random. It's, it's, it, right, exactly. It's more fun that way. I mean, you could always just do like, you know, my password is password. Or, you know, like 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever. Or like four zeros. No, we, we don't we don't have any of that mess at all whatsoever. We that's that's not how we handle things. Oh, I did reset the one uh, for our newest coworker to welcome back. So that was See, very cool. Absolutely I think he appreciated man. it. But yeah, man. I mean, like out. you know, you, you you come back to a job and like you you know everything that you're typing in, you're typing in your name, and it's like welcome back right after that, dude. That is like that's thinking that like nobody, you know that that no other IT department could even come up with, dude. Like, that's just the, the genius that is you, Vince. I'm telling you, password reset master. Add that add that onto your list of skills of audio engineering and all other awesome realms of awesomeness that you're into. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was like, after a week, like, because welcome back might get stale. Like, maybe <laughs> next Monday, I'll just go ahead and reset them all again to BTW, welcome back. <laughs> and then when he's like none of my passwords are working I'll be like oh by the way welcome back <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome the, the, the foresight to see that man that's that's a genius dude oh, man, yeah, so- I, I can't help it it's the troll in me you know and uh, <laughs> I was told today that I will troll the wrong person one day so <laughs> well, I we- look forward to that <laughs> I tell that that idea that I sent your way like about an hour before we decided to record tonight. Um, I'm telling you, bro, we're making dollars of dollars, just dollar bills, hand over fist, if we decide to do that. Where I I think I got a really cool idea and uh, something that I think would be just really cool to implement on the site um, that everybody could benefit from, not just like you know me and you. Like just your regular user, you know, and, and maybe just the regular listener that's 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 listening to us and might want to pull a prank on somebody or something. I, I'm gonna try to see if I can figure out a way to get this implemented on beyondthecubepodcast.com. 
it does seem pretty fun. I mean, it is something that you can just easily like screenshot to oh, just dude. take on your phone and be like, Hey, look what I found, man. The way <laughs> the, what, what I'm hoping for is just like random links to our site all over social media, dude, is, is, is ultimately what I'm, what I'm, well, and that really wasn't even the idea to begin with. Like it, it originally started from like, you know, what would be a cool way to like, just get somebody who is always right and who like, you know, just somebody that you're really wanting to troll, but they just don't even see it coming. And I was like, man, this idea right here, I immediately, the first person that I went to with it was Vince immediately, just because you're the guy that I'm bouncing ideas off of left and right, regardless of like how just, you know, either completely childish (laughs) or, (laughs) Or genius, it is. I, I typically get the same response back from you, man. <laughs> I do appreciate it. That was a that was an, a pretty good one, and I was already starting to think of some uh, some things to write for it too. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna take a little writing. It's gonna take a little uh, coding, and yeah, I think we got it. I, th- I some I, variables in there. I was gonna say, you know, I think we there's one person that I'm I'm thinking maybe that we might be able to reach out to you, uh, with with who we work with and stuff, um, to possibly help develop that part that I was telling you about. I definitely want you to do the writing part, um, but um, man, dude, yeah, I think keep an eye on this. We're we're dating this. This is January twenty first, two thousand nineteen. Beyond the Cube <laughs> podcast episode three, and uh, you know, I think it'd be cool to see if and how long it takes us to implement this if we're if we if we do get serious about it like like i said i mean um obviously this this idea is totally going to make us rich because we're going to be making probably <laughs> dollars hands over fist if that possibly i don't know we'll see we can probably hit up those uh 75 cent wing nights for or wing days for i don't know like 3 or 4 weeks Maybe. Man, dude, yeah. But. I mean, it, we're 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 eating good for a lunch for sure with this idea. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, five dollars special. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, so I, you know, I want all of our listeners to hear, you know, to to mark this day as well too, because I am so proud that you got an episode of Project Runway under your belt, dude. I did try it. Yes, I did. And I was actually very happy that I was able to kind of like veil who was eliminated. Like, because <laughs> I knew exactly who it was. Because obviously I watched it. I'm like, oh man. I was like, Bob said that this was one of his favorite kid, like people on the show. And obviously they got eliminated. I'm like, I can't ruin That's- this for him. That that that's what literally broke my heart. You out of out of everything that particular night, you actually watched the episode even before I did. Number one, like that that was just super awesome. And so, you knowing as big of a fan as I am, you know I couldn't. You were like spoiler, spoiler, and I'm like, uh, I mean, probably no, but I need to know is set there and gonna make it. <laughs> and, yeah, and you, I did you, my best to play dumb. <laughs> the the awesome friend that you are, you know, didn't didn't lead me on to let me let me know what happened at all whatsoever. And um only reason why I brought that up was because the teaser from the week before was like, oh man, sat there and might be in some trouble, you know, and and um 
so you, you go on to watch it and you you i mean the full the episode is definitely done and over and i, I still don't know so I, at that point i'm just like okay got gotta watch it definitely gotta watch it so i think it was probably about 10 30 that night um you know the wife is asleep and so uh i'm laying in bed and just can't you know can't can't shut it down so i'm just like you know what let's just go ahead and throw on some project runway and um so i kind of get my my phone set up because I, at this point i'm not necessarily watching it on the tv i watch it on the phone and stuff and Man, wouldn't you know it? Probably about twenty minutes in, I'm out, done for. Yeah. So oh, that's happened to me before. So <laughs> I don't well, blame I, you. I didn't know who got voted off. It, it, you know, the next day, I'm talking to you about it, and you know, our um, one of our lovely coworkers, T2, comes over, and you know, you know, last year this time, me and T2 are talking up probably one of the greatest seasons of Project Runway ever and you know we were going out on the walks and stuff our famous walks and uh, you know you all you heard me and her talk about was project runway project runway and and man the final four contestants man they could have their own tv show and it would be great you actually got to experience it firsthand and you you experienced this this previous episode sooner than i did man um i mean it it really was kind of like the I guess the other like competition shows, you know, but this was definitely the different spin on it was because they're making like they're actually making, you know, the outfits and everything like that. Yeah. And the one the one <laughs> like Jasper, that's really all I have to say, bro, because he, he definitely sold me on that show right there. He was definitely the the drama queen, and it was it was, it was fun to watch that. The Project Runway is is I mean is good on so many different levels, and I think maybe probably on episode one podcast episode one, um, I kind of went off on like the reasoning why I I really enjoy Project Runway, and um, this most recent episode um, was the the awesome unconventional challenge, which basically you know. Um, they get put into a setting that, you know, it's not their typical, um, the designers, it's, it's not their typical going to the fabric shop and, uh, you know, having a budget and this is what you get to work with. And, you know, it's got to either be with these specific guidelines. And instead it starts them off as they're going into a Southwest airplane. And um, basically at that point, they find out that, you know, all the materials and stuff that they're going to use basically come from airplanes. And they talked about the recycling of um, of the leather that they use for the padding on these seats. And um, man, I mean, just like some of the some of these things, some of these outfits and dresses that these people came up with, like you know, like I said, it, regardless of whether whatever it is that they make, when you when you have you know materials that do not traditionally go to make these make anything you know it usually it's, it's made for one specific purpose and you got to take that and try to create it and transform it and mold it into something that you own and that you are proud of and you have a very short amount of time to do that like man that that's that's uh that's impressive that's creativity man that's ingenuity right there it was i mean they really did a, oh, they really did a really good job with that like really even like seth aarons it was like that was definitely like out of the box. Totally. And it was, 
I mean, it is something that was not obviously not conventional at all. Yeah. But I mean, I guess with being against like winners of like all past seasons, you know, yeah. like it's one of those things where it's like he, I don't know. I felt like he might have not stepped up the game, but the other person who was in the bottom two, you know, like who was between. Yeah. Like the one who's like very conservative and very like safe, you know? Yeah. Like I kind of felt like either one of them was really like the options to go, you know? Yeah. But I, no, it was I, cool to, uh, it's cool to see his, uh, definitely interesting. So, yeah. I, it just, it kind of goes with that whole thing. Like you said, I mean, you know, you had one designer that went totally safe and um, was able to, to put together a two-piece outfit, which looked like any two-piece outfit that you could probably buy at any department store. And then you had one design, the other designer who completely went like come outside of the box. And the idea, like, I, I guess you can kind of sort of understand the idea when, when, when you say it out loud. But when you actually seen it, it, it kind of looked like this person was a part of like a car wash, like piece yeah. of machinery. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, it, sure. basically this, this guy pretty much just strapped seatbelts all around her. And yeah, it just, I mean, it, the idea in the, the drawing of it was really cool. Just, it didn't translate very well, like the actual pieces and stuff. And that, that, that was my guy. That was, you know, he was, um. <laughs> He was the one I was pulling for, and now since there is no Seth Aaron, I think I'm jumping on the Team Jasper fan bandwagon as well. Right along with you, bro. Man, I don't know if that's the bandwagon that the team that we really want to jump on, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's kind of out there. So I don't know how he did the last couple of seasons, too, or how he did the last first, uh, like the first two challenges, you know, but. Like, seeing as how you guys really didn't bring up his name much during the first two, like, I was kind of like, well, I was like, maybe he was just kind of like a background character until this week when he, like, really stood out. I was going to say, if I remember right, I think Jasper had said that he didn't do the unconventional challenge in his season of Project Runway in the UK or whatever. And and you are 100% correct that, like, it's almost like they tucked Jasper away, ready, ready and just waiting for him to just come out and just show what he could do in uh um in the unconventional challenge and uh man yeah like i said it kind of won me over you know i'm totally bummed uh seth aaron is out but you know such is life show's got to go on that's true they got uh quite a few weeks left so yep don't worry <laughs> yep i get th- there'll be plenty more shows for me to kind of you know bore all of you guys about so <laughs> No, so, for sure. I mean, man, I've I really haven't even watched much. Like, uh, I know Shameless just started back up again. Um, so, like, my wife's been watching that, but I've been like half watching it. Uh, still on the Titan Games. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I've been just mainly doing like uh, work for Beyond the Cube, and then uh, even outlining like a new story. So. I'm hoping to have that outline finished tonight. And then after that, kind of really start writing it and be another series and something to put up on Amazon. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That's very cool. So very, very cool. Yeah. 
uh, compared to you, bro, I've been slacking pretty, you know, quite a bit. <laughs> um, I seem to forget to eat on the weekends, and it's kind of put a damper um, on a lot of the projects that I work on. It's it's just really strange, like the way how my body works, man. Like, you know, when I'm at work Monday through Friday, and you know, um, I know that around noon it's about time to clock out, you know, for for you know our time for our lunch, whatever, and. That that's when I'm like, yeah, you know, definitely got to eat. But man, bro, like on the weekends, my body just doesn't do that. <laughs> it it just it just wants to continue to work. It's like you don't got to stop. You know, there's no reason to stop. You don't have to clock out. You're good. And it, it, seriously, like like literally for like the last like at least three weeks that I know for sure, every Saturday I've gotten to the point where it's just like, man, dude, like I just don't feel good. Get really lightheaded and dizzy. And this past weekend, um. You know, we originally had plans to to try to record an episode in, and Saturday, man, I just it just I wasn't feeling good at all whatsoever. Um, felt like I was in a fog for a good portion of the evening, um, and just uh, Sunday definitely treated myself a lot better and made sure that I, I had like a protein bar or you know some sort of breakfast bar or something near me. But man, dude, yeah, just wasn't really feeling that good on. Um, on Saturday, so recording got pushed back a day or two, but you know it happens. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I mean, on the weekends, I'm kind of the same way with water. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like when I'm at work, it's like I'm downing water like crazy. But then, as soon as the weekend hits, like I almost have to do the same thing where I kind of like force myself to like remember. It's like, oh yeah, it's like I haven't drank water in like three hours. <laughs> it's like something to drink. It feels. But um, I was just going to say, dude, it just feels so weird that like I got to put a reminder on my phone on Saturdays to make sure that I eat by like 1230. That's just just like blows my mind, dude. Well, we also have food like so like readily available at work, man. Like you can walk down any aisle and like someone's got like chocolate, someone brought popcorn, someone, you know, like there's always something going on. Well, it, it definitely doesn't help the fact that. We have some awesome coworkers that usually, not like, not that we ask for it or anything, but just like every now and then we just get treated, <laughs> you know, like we, we have, yeah. our boss is just truly awesome and th- like just one of the most sweetest, genuine people that you could ever, number one, just want to meet and be associated with. And then, you know, if you're able to work for her and stuff like Man, it's just it's 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 an amazing situation, you know the 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 team that she has built. You know, every now and then, you know, clients, you know, if there's you know things around the office or whatever, like not trying to say that we're just like the garbage disposal, but like, hey, man, you know, if it's good, <laughs> but we kind of, are. <laughs> but we kind, I mean, essentially, we kind of <laughs> are. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like uh, I have this uh, Mexican pizza here. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, it's like we have this leftover chicken George. Right. Uh, or Arthur's or, yeah. Like, there's always something being brought around. So It's like, you guys want this? <laughs> yeah. Why not? How, how could you say no? I mean, seriously, how could you say no? Um, you know, the um, – I'm not a big shrimp. I'm, I don't really do seafood, period. And um, we had some fried shrimp that was brought to us um, from a local restaurant nearby and i typically would have been oh, like right. mm, i don't think so and i think even you right like you were just kind of like uh not res- yeah i'm like i don't know about this it's like uh, i'm not again i'm not a shrimp person either same 
And it was weird because it was like, uh, I mean, because it was the fried and breaded shrimp. Yep. Yep. So honestly, like, if uh, no one had told me it was shrimp, I would have been just like munching away and be like, man, it's like this chicken tastes a little weird, but it's delicious. <laughs> like, hey, man, what, what's this? This chicken, why does this chicken taste like ham? <laughs> I know, right? Is that ham? <laughs> nope, it's shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, man, that looks like ham, though. Is that ham? No, just... <laughs> so, um, oh man, just also, you know, just kind of going along uh, with the weekend. Um, no Bears football this weekend. Um, some awesome playoff football, though. Uh, Want to say that I, I thought I heard our buddy Jamie say that uh, it was the first time that on Championship Weekend that both games went into overtime. This this weekend for yeah. football was just awesome, man. I mean, it, outside of the fact that the Bears weren't playing, but you know, such is life. You know, as far as entertainment and games go, I man, it was it was a great weekend for sports. I don't know. I um, like I said, only knowing like the very basic of like the teams that were involved, and I'm really not even sure about one of the teams. Uh, kind of wanted uh, what was it like? It was the Kansas City Chiefs? Yep kind of pulling for them and that didn't turn out but uh what was it the rams were the other one right yep and i honestly don't know who they played <laughs> so <laughs> i was like rams in this team i'm like i was like we'll go for the rams yeah it's like don't remember who it was well our our uh so our buddy don't let me write any of the books <laughs> on this stuff it's like there's some other team in there but they were eliminated so whatever yeah Man, it, it was a really good week of football. And like I said, I mean, um, it just sh- <laughs> – I don't really want to necessarily bring this back up and talk about the Bears and stuff. But, man, like, you know, you see some of the kickers that some of these teams have, and it's just like that's what a kicker is supposed to be like, and that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know, man. I Like I said, I, I didn't really – I don't know. Of course, listening to the sports radio, you know, like, uh, and really, I listen for like the off-topic stuff. Like, but when they do talk on topic of like football, I know um, today they were talking about how what was it like? Uh, whoever the Rams were facing weren't like they weren't taking chances. Like they're basically just putting up like field goals instead of going for like the touchdowns. You know? Right. 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 Saying that there was like a lot of points that were left out on the field that they could have easily got. So I, I, I don't know. I can't. I can understand that. Right. I, I can't say that. You know, I could definitely remember play for play what exactly happened in each game. Um, the Saints, man, though, I, I, I honestly thought, I really thought that Saints were going to win. You know, home field advantage. You're you're playing in in, in oh, a that's dome. The team. Okay. And. And yeah, I mean, it just it seemed like they had they had everything stacked for them to win this game. And I was talking to you know Nathan, um, new Nathan, about it. And and man, dude, I feel so bad for New Orleans Saints and for for Drew Brees because this is the second time in a, in a row <laughs> that he has been completely just done wrong in the championship game. I, well, actually, I can't remember if last year it was – I don't think it was a championship game. It might have been a division game. But basically, 
it, it was kind of the same thing where last year, you know, it was a Hail Mary that won the game for Minnesota. And it just so happened that, like, these two Saints players, like, played for the ball instead of playing the receiver. And, like, they ran into each other. And basically this guy caught this Hail Mary and turned around and nobody's there. Nobody's covering him. And he just – he runs in about maybe, like, 25 oh, yards and scores a touchdown. Game over. Drew Brees played lights out, played magnificent, you know, and and, and lost it on a Hail Mary. And, you know, the game that we that they just had, you know, Sunday – you know, he he pretty much it, it was really close to the same thing, man. I mean, like the Rams are are, are a younger team that are coming up and um, will be good for for quite some time. And um, Vince, I don't know if you watched any of the games or not, but there was there was one single play where I want to say it, it couldn't have been more more than like three minutes or so. And um, basically, Breeze throws a pass and. The guy is running to catch the ball. The receiver is going to catch the ball. And the defender is not even, like, paying attention to the ball whatsoever. And he just crushes, just runs through the receiver. Number one, he it's a pass interference because, oh, you know, he, he didn't even try to make a play on the ball. Number two, it, it was it – was, it should have also been a, a, a personal foul penalty because it was helmet-to-helmet contact. And like that's something that they were stressing all all season long. So the fact that like there was two penalties on this play that was like blatant, also too. I mean, it it just it made you it just it kind of made you sick. Like I I feel so bad for for Saint for the Saints and and Saints fans. I mean, we we kind of we went through our thing and stuff. And man, I mean, it just it just feels like a total injustice for New Orleans right now. No, that's I don't know, man. Like I didn't see any of it, but I've that's definitely the thing that's been talked about. Like it's kind of overshadowed have overshadowed the whole double doy thing. <laughs> Thank so. God. Hey, but th- something funny though that I seen on Facebook that we'll have to possibly bring up for um the totally true stories. I just seen on Facebook probably like about like twenty minutes ago that there are optometrists in New Orleans that are willing to offer free eye exams to any NFL referees. <laughs> Trolled. <laughs> Trolled. Man. What was it? Uh, I forgot the, the company, but the one that was offering, uh, was it beer for a year? I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Like they had to like actually uh, roll that back. Because it's like, well, legally, we can't give you beer for a year if you make these kicks. So it's something where it's like whoever like made the kick that uh, Parky didn't would get like, was it like tickets to the Super Bowl and stuff? I didn't see that. So I think that's what it was. Great. Yeah, they so they they had the challenge where it's like they would set up the, you know, the goalposts mm-hmm. and have everything set up where it's like, all right, this is Parky's kick. It's like you think you're, you know. Like, you think you're a big shot? It's like, go ahead and try and make this. It's like, and if you make it, we'll give you beer for a year. Well, then, uh, I guess, uh, like, I don't know who reached out to them or if they had their lawyers check, you know. (laughs) But then it's like, well, it's like, we really can't do that. (laughs) But we'll go ahead and offer, like, these tickets to you instead. (laughs) So. (laughs) Man. So this year's Super Bowl is in Atlanta. I um, Atlanta got a new stadium probably a couple years ago, maybe three or four years ago, if that. Um, however, I and and I'm not a 
I don't claim to be a drinker by any means. Trip would be nice, but I think I'd rather take the beer. Honestly, man, you know? <laughs> That's true. I mean, I'm trying to think of any like of the bands or anything from Atlanta. Right. Oh, good point. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, what? Nelly? Right? <laughs> no. Nelly St. Louis. Nelly St. Louis. Atlanta is is TLC in it, it, Usher, Luda. there you go, Luda. Luda your boy, your boy Luda. There, oh, that's it. That's it. Trip to see Ludacris and the Super Bowl. I, I guess. guess, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a Super Bowl here. Oh, I was just here to come to see Usher. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? right? Hey, Usher and Luda, man, right there. Little John, Little John's from Atlanta man, too. That's, that's the. No, there you go. Yeah, Let's see, Little John's more of the what was it like two thousands though, like. <laughs> If you're like a '90s nostalgia concert, yep. Like Luda and Usher, man. <laughs> Can you remember like hanging out in like people's swimming pools with the radio on, and like that song comes on? Oh God, I can. Please <sighs> take me back to about that time when when uh, um, when Usher and Little John and yeah and Luda they were all doing their thing, and and I I want to say that. I was probably I I'm positive that I was going to school in uh um in Orlando at Full Sail, and um just makes me think of the club scene <laughs> and like and how uh <laughs> yeah like yeah I um I had my little outfit that I'd wear out to the club scene <laughs> and it's just funny to think because like I I yeah I I'm not you know. I don't know. I, I don't. It's not that I say that I'm not outgoing, but like the club, the club setting definitely was not my uh, my forte by any means at all. <laughs> it was just, I guess, it was just one of those things that you just sort of did when you lived in Orlando. I guess I don't know. So I guess we'll kind of use it as a segue here into the next one uh, for kind of like the nostalgia, like uh, kind of just talking about and bringing up all this stuff from the past and. <laughs> Since you bring up like the clubs, man, <laughs> like uh, I've actually, I've honestly never been to a club, like, but uh, and really, I can only probably name like maybe like five to six concerts that I've ever been mm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember the first one that I did was for, um, and it's weird. I guess it was my first concert. It was actually the tribute to uh, Dimebag Daryl. Mm. Uh, and it was one that, uh, what was it? Yeah. Back in, uh, 2005, like was when the concert was. So I think it was in 2004 is when, uh, he was actually like gunned down on stage. Yeah. Like, and it was when he was playing for a damage plan. And that was actually, my friend was actually supposed to go to the show. That was the next night, Mm. like the following night in Chicago. Right. So, um, yeah, so then they announced that this was uh, that uh, Disturbed actually was going to be the one that was headlining for it. And uh, who was with them? Like Anthrax was with them. And then I want to say uh, Soil and Drowning Pool were also there. And it was actually really cool. Like that was one of the first concerts where I'm like, well, it's like I actually really like all the bands that are going to be playing. Like I've actually heard of all these bands. Yep. And uh yeah, it really is. Like, man, that was a super fun show. Like, the weirdest thing, like, actually, the weirdest thing that happened to me was at that show, too. Because, um, 
like we were rocking out and then of course in between like bands when they were switching up the equipment like we got to talking to these like three or four guys one well, one of them was a chiropractor and he's like oh he's like he's like oh i could crack your back right here you know <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's like you'd like cross your arms in front yep. of you and like, he'd like kind of like bear hug you and then kind of like lift you off the ground and you know like kind of just like separate the spine there yep well then he did that for my friend and then he did it for my friend's wife and then he's like oh you want me to do that too I'm like, no, 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 that's okay. And he's like, no, I insist. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fine. So I did it. And uh, I was even then, I was kind of a bigger guy. And he was not, I don't know, he's probably like three quarters the size I was. <laughs> so then when he tried it, it wasn't happening. And he tried it like a couple times. <laughs> and then the rest of the night, he's like, he's like, are you okay, man? Are you okay? He's like, your back doesn't hurt, does it? Are you okay? Are you sure? <laughs> Well, yeah, dude, I'm fine. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I was almost worried that he was going to, like, hand me a card and be like, okay, if you don't feel good in the morning on this, right. be like, you know, come over here. And I'm like, no, nah. I was like, don't worry. Dude. Man. You're good. What if he was worried about some sort of malpractice, yeah. you know, like he slipped your disc or something, dude? He was just being concerned. Oh, man. I could have been like, Tens of dollars richer today. Absolutely. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was super weird though. I mean, I'm like, I was like, okay, I was like, you're obviously like buzzed at this point, and he's like, yeah, let me crack your back. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> and even then, when it's like, he's the one who was insisting on doing it, and then afterwards, he's like, oh man, he's like, are you okay? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is your own fault if anything did go wrong. Yeah, that I I I wouldn't even know how to how to handle all of that that night. I I I don't even know, dude. Like, I'd have to distance myself away from dude. Or man, I mean, just that that could almost put the damper on the night. Just having a guy continually coming around and it's like, hey, hey, I know I tried to you know to crack your back and you were right. You know, you told me not to do it and you were right. <laughs> And I and I went ahead and attempted to do this more than once, and it still didn't work. But hey, are you okay? <laughs> like, like, well, it it was weird because I mean, really, also again because it's like uh, I want to say that it was at the Aragon Ballroom, hmm. I think, too. Um, and like the music would just was just steadily getting louder and louder, <laughs> so that by the time Disturbed was on. Like, I could really only understand a few songs or when they were, like, doing, like, the slow parts. But otherwise, it was just noise bombarding me. <laughs> and then after that, we went out for some tacos at midnight, so it was a good deal. Man, there you go. There you go. Yeah, dude, so... <laughs> back at those places. That... <laughs> back at those places where it's, like, they're actually open, you yep. know, like, late. But, I don't know, fun times, though, man. All those uh, suburban memories. And I never went to, the only concert I ever went to that was in a bigger venue was probably the United Center. But otherwise, it was like the Aragon or the House of Blues or like those kind of like smaller venues, you know. Decent, yeah. Man, I've, I've been to plenty old concerts in my life. And um, it hasn't been up until just recently. And it's really weird because, so my favorite band of all time, the Deftones, you know, I've seen them in just about every setting that you could see them. And, um, and I will be 100% honest, you know, there are times where 
the singer Chino, where he sounds, man, he sounds awesome on in the studio and on you know on the on the actual albums. Um, there's been times where he has just sound terrible, <laughs> you know, but 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 the effort that that he puts into it in the sh- in the show that he puts onto it, and the, you know, on the stage is is still, I mean, it's just badass. Honestly, you know, it's just awesome. You know, like I said, the, the settings that I've seen him in here recently, um, so probably one of the best sounding Deftone shows I've ever seen in my whole entire life was in Little Rock. Um, it was um, at this theater. I can't remember what exactly it was called. Um, it's right downtown in Little Rock. If my wife was up here, she definitely could tell us. She knows everything about Little Rock in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But um but it was also one of the settings for one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me at a concert too. So um, I have this really weird thing that um, I almost kind of feel like you're being like, and this is totally lame. I don't know. Um, But I I feel like you're an extra fanboy. Like if you wear like, okay, so I'm going to go see the Deftones. The last thing that I want to wear is a Deftones shirt. (laughs) Like if, if don't be that guy, Bob. (laughs) Don't be that if, guy. If I'm if I'm going to the Cubs, I mean, I'm definitely going to wear you know a Cubs shirt. Um, but I I, I definitely want to know you know. Well, obviously you, you're going to Chicago; it's a home game, so they're going to be wearing the pinstripes. They're they're wearing the home uniforms, unless it's like a special occasion, and you know you know you know plenty of days ahead of time, you know what uh you know what the garb is going to be basically. But um, so yeah, so uh, I went to went to this Deftone show um in Little Rock. And it was really cool. Um, I can't even honestly. I don't even don't even remember who the opening act was. Darn it! Um, but um, it was one of those things where um, I was working, and um, where we were living at at the time uh, was it was man. It was probably like about like you know we lived about forty five minutes outside of Little Rock, and um, so you know going from work to there wasn't a big deal. Um, it wasn't like we had to travel hours. Um, you know, as far as like maneuvering through downtown Little Rock, it's not really, it's, it's, it is one of the larger populated areas in Arkansas, but you know, by no means is it Chicago. <laughs> I, in, in, into us in the A15, even too, I, I would, I would dare to say that Little Rock is, is not even like, I mean, it's, it's maybe Rockford esque a little bit. If you yeah. go to the Quad Cities, it's kind of probably on the, you know, very similar to Davenport as far as traffic goes and stuff. So we get there, we, we get to the show, um, or we get to, we get to the venue, and um, I had on like these dicky shorts, and I think I had on like a black t-shirt basically, and um, was definitely rocking some some uh, um, some some Converse and you know my tall uh, my tall knee socks <laughs> basically, and uh, I can't I can't remember. I was wearing aviator glasses and um, I've been told a time or two that I, I favor Chino very, you know, quite a bit. Not so much now because I got long hair now and got a beard and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But, um, but back then around that time, because it was told quite often and um, it was really cool. I, I, I had my sunglasses on. I go to the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom and it literally took one person to say Chino. And all of a sudden, I like there's just like a mob of people around me. <laughs> like they literally like circled me, and it was hilarious oh, because my my wife didn't <laughs> skip a beat whatsoever. She she took that as an opportunity to play 
whatever role it was that she did because she basically grabbed me by the wrist and yanked me out of there. And we just kind of, we just took off down one of the corridors and made it to our seat. And, and <laughs> then the, the show was on. And it, like I said, it was, it was literally one of the most amazing Deftone shows I'd ever seen. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's just so funny to me because like, so in, in regards to the Deftones, my all time favoriteest album is is their second one around the fur it came out in about 98 there's a lot of just like you know i was going into senior year well i guess it came out 97 98 i was i was definitely a senior when i was listening to this album you know quite a bit and just the the dynamics of it the um man just just the the production of it just and and some of the the songwriting in it it just it it cuts to the core and and so back like in the early or back like in like the the late 90s and early 2000s you know there were still songs on this album that like were like their encore songs or like were their like you know my my favorite song all time is be quiet and drive always like it's just it's 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 just i don't know what it is like I, I, there was a time in my life where I watched this video at least once, sometimes twice a day, because I thought the video was just like awesome as well, too. And um, I can remember the shows in which that was like the song that they, they brought the show down with. And then nowadays, it's like that's almost like the song that they start the show with. <laughs> and it's just, it's so cool to like to, <laughs> to see the progression of them. And, and, um, you know, I, 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 they're a band that I highly, totally recommend. Um, you know, it's it, they're the band that, like, if you came to me and if I could, if I judged and I knew what kind of type of music you would listen to, I could give you a whole slew of songs and you would listen to them and then, like, you know, come back and, like, say, okay, well, now I'll listen to these songs. And it, it's not like they sound like a different band, but, and, and it's not even that they have a different sound. It's just, like, they grow as an artist and, and, as, as artists and to me i appreciate that so much you know it's it's they have their own unique sound but each album is is so much different than the previous ones and and they've got some like that that were very highly marketable you know and and they could have um they could have been one of those bands that sold out you know after 2000 when white pony came out man like they well first of all number one i i also seen them when they did the the back to school tour and that was with chevelle and incubus like Chevelle was just kind of getting started mm-hmm. at that time. And um, that was another really cool tour that that came through Full Sail in, in Central Florida. And um, so me and my roommate at the time, we hit up about like five different shows when they were going through Florida. And then they were coming up to Georgia. And my roommate, um, his his parents had a house in Atlanta. So, you know, we stuck around there. And so like I tried, like we basically went on tour with them for like, basically like two weeks it was awesome it was so cool but um they they did like two shows in orlando there was one at the house of blues and there was one at the ucf campus and um and incubus just came out with make yourself so that was part of me drive stellar that that tour i mean it was just an uh, and and that was the also really thing funny thing to me too was is that i hadn't heard of chevelle because um you know i because okay so you you probably know so Chevelle is from like the Burbs, right? They are. We, um, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that, that you were kind of like seeing them when they were like up and coming because one of, uh, we actually spend like every weekend over at, um, one of my, this one, uh, comic book store. 
and it's like basically like Friday night we'd be there and then like sleeping for like maybe six hours and then making them drive out on Saturday for more tournaments. Mm-hmm. Well, then uh, one of the guys who would frequent the comic book store, he was actually part of the uh, Chevelle's uh, street team. Nice. So they had, he's like, dude, he's like, yeah. And he's, he's also the one who was like, oh, he's like, I made a mixtape for the comic book store. <laughs> And the guy who would like kind of like run it on Fridays and Saturdays, he's like, all right, he's like, I just want to make sure this is appropriate. He's like, oh yeah, it's appropriate. Well, and sure enough, popped it in, and it's like half of it was like Tool, yep. which is like not their appropriate <laughs> songs. <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, seriously, yeah. But then, uh, like later on, he's like, oh man, he's like, there's this new band Chevelle. It's like, he's like, you gotta listen to this, and like brought you know their CD, like, and this is way back in the day, and. Yeah, sure enough, popped it on, and it's like that's actually where, like, I kind of got into them was because I was like, man, I was like, I can dig this, yeah. and no, it was, yeah, that was super decent. So, I used to have the saying that I, if if the band came out or if the artist came out after two thousand, like they were just garbage because everything, like, true music was like the best in the nineties. So I was I was that guy for a while, and um, Chevelle was one of the first groups that that i consider that had come out like you know that was more prominent in the you know early 2000s than anything and like they were the one that for whatever reason i just kind of latched onto i i do like tool i'm not like hardcore like oh my god tool and maynard you know i'm not i'm not that guy at all um you know i i i definitely appreciate what it is that they do and their sound and their style i I mean I, i do like it um like i said i just don't does I don't drool over it. I don't go crazy over it. I I, I do like it. Um, so Chevelle, man, I, I don't know what it is about them too, but like, yeah, I I totally dig Chevelle. You know, I I like them, like them a lot. And so just kind of just finishing and wrapping up my story, it was just an unbelievable show that that I that that all of them put on. Um, I think Chevelle probably did like a thirty minute set. Incubus had about like an hour, and Deftones, man, it, it literally felt like they played for like an hour and a half. It was just, it was so awesome. Good shows, man. Good shows. No, for sure. Those are, yeah, definitely. Those are some <laughs> of the best ones, too. Like, man, one of the, it was weird. Like, is it, so it's kind of cool because, like, so I had gone and seen, like, Anthrax a few times. And I'd seen them when, like, they actually had, like, a, the original lineup mm. with them for, like, I think it was, like, show, like, a, t- a show or two in New York, I think it was, like, whatever their hometown is. But then they also did like a show in Chicago because like, I don't know, I guess like Chicago is like the heavy metal capital kind of like or a lot of at least that's when like a lot of bands would like, yeah, would be out here like the heavier ones like would call this like a second home. So I don't know if that's still true today, you know, but back in like the was it the 90s and 2000s like yeah it's like this is one of the hardest ones nice. or the hardest cities yeah and uh so it was cool is uh we actually had uh, another one of my friends his first concert experience was anthrax and i think it was like buck cherry was the opening band for it it's only the two bands and it's like um and anthrax played like a lot of the original songs like you know those first few years and it was kind of cool because this was his first concert, and I think he was like 17 or 18. Well, then um, he's like, before the show started, he's like, all right, he's like, I'm going to go see if I can get up front. 
So it's like, all right. And then me and the one dude just being a little older, it's like, we're just going to chill back here and kind of enjoy the music. Well, then like Buck Jerry comes on and it's like he comes in, he comes back within the first song within like the first two minutes. And he's like holding his ribs. He's also has his T-shirt off and he has his like <laughs> tank top on. He's like, oh man, he's like, he's like, I went in the mosh pit and I got hit pretty bad. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's like, you need anything? He's like, he's like, no, he's like, here, hold my t-shirt. So I'm holding the t-shirt and he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, I'll be right back. So he went and got a water from the bar. And then after that, uh, he actually came back and he's like, he's like, here, hold the water. <laughs> it's like, okay. And he just went right back into the <laughs> well, it's like, all right. <laughs> Well, then, uh, so as soon as Buck Cherry was done, it's like now uh, Anthrax comes on and he like came over by us. He was talking for us for a little while while we were getting set up and then he goes back up to the front. Well, then, like within the first like two notes of Anthrax playing, like he's like up on top crowd surfing. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, being pulled down by security (laughs) and escorted. And my friend's like, he's like, if they're bringing him outside, it's like, you know, that's his own fault. It's like, we're just leaving him. Like, he can wait until the show's over. Well, then he comes back and he's like, oh, man, did you guys see me? It's like, yeah, we saw you, man. He's like, I'm going to do it again. And so he just takes off into the crowd. And I can't tell you how many times he did crowd surf. And it's kind of funny because at the end of the show, he's like standing over by us. He's like, all right, let's go. It's like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, the show's over. It's like, no, 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 man. <laughs> it's like, you gotta stick around. <laughs> and so, like, everyone's still chanting anthrax and everything. And then it's like, they start up again, and he's like, he, like, took a few steps forward. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm just gonna chill over here for a bit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I figured. I think he even, like, fell asleep on the way home, oh, too. Oh, dude, for sure. It's like, man, <laughs> it's like, you just went hard the whole night, man. Jeez. I, so, the, so, one of the most wickedest mosh pits I've ever kind of sort of seen or been in in my whole entire life was Warp Tour. Um, was I think it was 2000. It was in Orlando. I was going to, uh, I was visiting to look at the campus for Full Sail and timed it perfect to where Warp Tour was like that weekend when I was down there. And I had, um, so out of my class, I think like I had two or three people that went to full sale. And so there was, you know, some, some alumni from my high school that were there. Um, and so we, yeah, we, we totally had this all planned out and stuff. And it, the whole entire, like everybody that played warp tour that year was just like, it was the, the artists. It was just such a crazy, like group of just artists that, that were playing because I want to say, I like, well, you definitely had the punk, you know, scene. So like Dropkick Murphys were playing. I, I totally remember that. But I remember Green Day also playing. Mm-hmm. I also remember Black Eyed Peas playing as well as Eminem. So all the, like I said, just just like the different like groups and genres of, of, of artists that were there was just crazy. And I, dude, I don't know if you remember, and I think I told you the story before too, but do you remember like in like 99, like 2000, 2001-ish or so, they had like MTV had that one show like who wanted to be like a VJ or whatever. And that one really, oh, yeah. that one weird, really, really weird guy, Jesse, the really tall, lanky guy. Like, I think he had like yeah, his own I band or whatever. Him. So, okay. So, so I seen this guy like walking <laughs> around at the Warped Tour and like he was trying to like, he, 
he was he was coming off like he was like you know he wasn't signing autographs he wasn't doing this and that and like out of nowhere like people were like throwing like water bottles at him like they just couldn't stand him and they, they were like trying to get rid of him and get him out of the way or whatever but um oh jeez yeah it was hilarious but um <laughs> but uh so yeah the craziest mosh pit I've ever been to Seven Dust also played that show too they were they were one of the the mm-hmm. the uh the bands that were playing Warped Tour that year and um. Like how you said, like just within the first three notes, like I swear. So when this, when this, when they started, I felt like I probably was probably about maybe 20 to 30 yards away from the stage on like, and if you were facing the stage, I was on the left side and it probably Mm. like within 30 seconds, this whole entire, like massive, like just mosh pit, just started and it was like it was one of the most roughest mosh pits i've ever seen like i mean you know i i had kind of just been in my fair share of just jumping up and down and bumping into people and pushing or whatever but like legit i swear i seen punches thrown i seen just guys just like non-stop kicking and like within like i said dude like within like 30 minutes i if literally like my point where i was at looking at the stage it, it felt like i was like about a block away. I mean, I I had moved oh, that like the crowd was that raucous and just like I had it, it it just moved me that far that fast. Like it was oh dude, it was just wild. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've never I've never so, taken part of that. Like, but then again, it's like I also kind of really like growing up and listening to music. Uh, punk was really the like big one for me. And I know that punk has the, like, I don't know, kind of like the label of having some of the, like, the rowdiest groups. So, I mean, they also have, like, I don't know, moves in the mosh pit, I guess. Like, the wall of death, or... (laughs) So... (laughs) So, I mean, when you're, like, naming, like, you know, like, moves in the mosh pit, like, you're a wrestler, yeah, it's kind of like, well, maybe I'll step back out of this one. (laughs) It's like I'll just right, let you guys have right. this one, and we'll go from there. Just, just, just for reference, so we can wrap this one up. The last two shows that I've seen um, were Blues Traveler and Dave Matthews. So, not so much for Mouse Pits in those shows whatsoever at all. Blues Traveler, I was like right up front when uh, when they came to to the Petunia Festival and played. Mm, yeah. Um, Thank you to Jenny for allowing me to serve beer there. I had a blast. Dude, Vince, uh, Petunia Fest next year, totally need to volunteer, bro. We got to see who's who's playing. Because not on, like I, I seen Blues Traveler, but the band that played before Blues Traveler was a sublime tribute band. Mm-hmm. And those guys were sick, dude. They were <laughs> really good. And they put on like, they seriously put on an amazing show, man. It was, it was, it was an awesome time. But um, yeah, man, when Petunia Festival comes back around, we're gonna holler at Jenny. I'm gonna be like, "Look at you! Need me to serve some more beer? I got you. As long as I can get in and we, I can watch whoever's playing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm doing it again for sure next year. I know for sure. And um, well, I do. Dave uh, Matthews will be able to see him. I do enjoy volunteering, so I mean, you know, that's a total possibility. <laughs> it was a good time. I'm telling you. All right. Oh man. But, all right. Let's move into uh, this. Would you rather here? And kind of looking at it, I kind of was like, 
not just gauging what my answers would be, like how I feel on this, but I was also wondering, <laughs> like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, what? How would Bob answer on this one? So, <laughs> so I don't know if you were thinking about that too or not, or just metagaming it, or just kind of like, oh, is this interesting? So, um, yeah. It's it's funny because I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and and read this one first. So, would you rather always be ten minutes late or always be twenty minutes early? I'm, honestly, I'd probably always be ten minutes late. Like I feel like that's the better play because then you get rid of that twenty minutes of awkwardness. <laughs> like if you're early, truth. Like truth. I mean, and plus being a diva, you know. I mean, Absolutely. I will totally make an entrance. It's like, what, a surprise party? Oh, the surprise is already over? It's like, oh, that's okay. It's like, what's up? I'd, I have a friend I have a friend that, um, a really funny story. I have a friend that, when we went to go to see Dave Matthews, he, he told me and Leah to be at his apartment at like 1230 or something, something like that. Um, you know, because we had we had to drive to uh, to Wisconsin to, to to this venue at Alpine Valley, and so um, I, he told us to be there at like twelve thirty, and it was one of those things where I'm pretty sure we didn't show up until about like two o'clock, like one thirty two o'clock. Mm. But he he purposely told us twelve thirty because he knew that <laughs> he he just knew how I operated. And so he kind of added that like two hour buffer time. So realistically, this question could almost be like, would you rather be 10 minutes late or actually would you rather be two hours late or, you know, an hour early? Because like my answer probably would be late. Like it, it just, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's I have to have to get going early because, you know, either I'm going to get sidetracked. I'm going to forget something. Something's going to come up. Um, never fails. I, I typically will be late for sure. We do have someone in the family, which we do have to give that 30 minute buffer to. So if we're going to be eating <laughs> at one, we tell them that we're eating at 1230 just so yep. that we expect them to be there at one when we're going to eat. And so far, yep. is there, oh, there's only been one time where they've actually showed up at the exact time that we told them to be. It's like, <laughs> oh, you guys are early. <laughs> seriously (laughs) that's that's as one of those guys that's always late all the time i appreciate the fact that that you can you can factor my lateness into your schedule so it's much appreciated all right we're gonna have to think about this and for the uh escape room then like when that happens we're definitely gonna have to uh yeah keep this in mind um all right so uh here's one and I'm, I almost, I don't know, to me it's cut and dry, but I wasn't sure on you here. Uh, would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or all of the pictures you have ever taken? Ugh. Yeah, so, so right away, you know, it's just like losing money and valuables totally sucks. But for me personally, I, I would... Um, yeah, man. I mean, I would much rather lose all of my money and valuables than than pictures. Um, you know, money can can if you're doing things right, money should be there. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I actually th- there's a good story of this. So um, December 
was a great month for me. Um, you know, uh, work wise, totally, and, and and just you know the stuff that I do on the side. Um, I had so we 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 had prime rib uh, for for Christmas dinner, and mm. um, I went. I had to drive out of town to you know to Morrison to go pick it up, and um, I had an extra like like I had an extra fifty in my in my pocket or whatever, and um, it was one of those things where like. I was in the grocery store and I come out of the grocery store and I don't have it. And typically under any other circumstance, I would have been, I would have been looking all through the grocery store. Um, Mm -hmm. It just so happened that like that, that month, I just was extremely blessed, man. And it's, it was also very much hard work as well too. And the way how I interpreted it was like, you know, somebody is going to find that 50. And, and on top of that, it was like Christmas Eve also too. So I took mm-hmm. it as, as a sign that like, you know what, I, somebody needs this 50 more than I definitely do. And um, any other time, you know, and even previously, um, you know, a year before, I probably would have gone up to the, to the store manager and be like, hey, you know, I lost a $50 bill. <laughs> you know, if somebody yes. happens to claim it, you know, it's mine. But, um, but it, it just kind of, put it sort of puts me you know makes me think about this question and like you know currency and 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 money and and stuff can be replaced your memories and and you know loved ones and, and whatnot that's that's something i mean that if you were to lose one man you know like i just think of it that way so yeah you know not to get too sappy too in depth but um you know i i definitely i would rather lose my money and valuables in, instead of pictures for sure no I what about you Vince? i feel the same way like Man, those pictures and even like the videos are just irreplaceable to me. Like, I have all my stuff oh. backed up from my phone onto my uh, Google Drive, just for that reason of like, or not a Google Drive, but on the was it like Google Photos? Like they like automatically mm-hmm. back up everything for you. And so like even all the videos and like pictures I was taking of like Mike out playing in the snow this you know like this weekend, right? I mean, I think I sent you even a few of those. Yep. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I would not. I definitely wouldn't uh, trade having, like, money and valuables for that. So, or, like, to lose uh, the pictures. But, Man. I don't know. Again, that's a sappy one, too. <laughs> that, that, that one was a little bit in-depth, for sure. Um, all right. So, let's mix it up here. Would you rather live in the wilderness far from civilization or live on the streets of a city as a homeless person? Uh, this one for me is actually <laughs> kind of easy. I'd rather live in the wilderness, ah. like far from civilization. <laughs> I know, and I think you're going to be completely opposite of this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's... I don't know. Like... <laughs> I, I like how you, how you kind of factored me into this because... Like, you know, part of me thinks, like, dude, got a beard. You totally do the lumberjack thing and be out in the wilderness. However, if you're alone, okay, if you live out in the wilderness, and so you're probably not going to have any cell phone service, so how am I going to know how the Cubs are doing? How am I going to know how the Bears are doing? I I got to be in the city for sure, for sure. I, I feel like I want to say wilderness, <laughs> but, like, just based off of, like, access to, to information and stuff, I, I yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's not even really close now anymore. I definitely got to be in the city for sure. No, I've I've watched too many of those survival shows <laughs> where it's like 
I'm like, you know, I was like, yeah, it really wouldn't be too bad being so far away, you know, just every once in a while, like me and Wilson would be making a trip out just to kind of visit and then <laughs> go back. And just... <laughs> there you go. I man. couldn't even imagine. Well, actually, I mean, that was kind of like, like carrying around like Wilson, like, you know, the volleyball from, <laughs> from Hanks movie and just walking around being like, like a city. Like, what's up? Like, I'm sure you're going to get looks like a homeless person, so. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> well, see, like, in, in the city. I don't know what's wrong with him, man. In the city, you can, you know, you you could have, like, pet rats. You can have pet, like, pigeons. Oh, there you go. Uh, I mean. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I don't know. You could have wild fer- feral wild feral cats and dogs. Gosh, it just sounds so oh, enticing. God, especially in this town, too. Can have all the cats ever. Uh, every cats, you can have all the cats. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, um, would you rather live your entire life in a virtual reality where all your wishes are granted, or in the real world? Uh, let's let's just. Uh, this is a tough one, I guess. You know, I, I'm thinking about it, and like, virtual reality would be cool. You know, and kind of having what you could have in virtual reality, but then, then, like, you have the realization that when you're done in virtual reality, you like, you know, yeah, you don't have the big house, you don't have the twelve car garage with only six cars, bro. You know, you know, it's I um so just out of just you know try maybe selfishness. I I'm gonna go ahead and say virtual reality on this one for me personally. Really? Wow, I did not expect that either. That was doing the curveball because I'm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm all about the real world. Like, I <laughs> I've tried living in the virtual world for a while there with like World of Warcraft and those other games, and uh, no, I always find myself back here, and it's kind of funny because so I do live in the real world, but I also have like that whole like fantasy world that's like in my head which is the stuff that I put on paper and I write about. So it's super weird that, there that you go. kind of, yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, the real world, the real world for me is where it's at. Man, no lie. Yeah. Same for me. However, if I could put on a mask and, you know, be in a mansion, you know, sitting on just gold coins and swimming in gold coins, like Scrooge McDuck, Totally gonna do it. Not gonna, seen, lie. Uh, Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Have you seen uh, Ready Player One, the movie, or no? I have it. I have not seen it. That would be a yet. good one for you to watch. Compare, like you know, like thinking about this question. Like it's pretty interesting. Gotcha. I we, I think we we talked about that because I know that you you had told me you read the book and you were really you you and Michael were really excited to go check it out and you know. Um, and if I remember correctly, the expectations based off of the book compared to the movie, like you said, the movie was decent. Nothing like the book, though. Is my yeah, correct? Yeah, I, I mean, I would have recommended the book for you too, but knowing uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> my challenges, yeah, your habits with reading or watching, I would rather suggest the movie. I think that'll be more in your wheelhouse here. But, uh, I mean, the book, though, I mean, was, yeah. the book was amazing, too. Like, the things that 
it was kind of cool because they kind of again it's like because they really couldn't i don't know if it's like they really couldn't like replay the scenes or if it was just they changed it up to make it more visually appealing you know but like reading the book it's like the scenarios that they went through and everything were similar like kind of but not really so Mm -hmm. like i i just love the challenges that were in the uh in the book itself like even the beginning of it too like Mm -hmm. um this isn't well obviously it's kind of a spoiler kind of not not really because the movie starts out where the first challenge to get the first key is like a race where they're like basically pick your vehicle and you're trying to make it to the end of this track well then in the book itself um the first challenge nobody knows where it is for like a good like i think it was like a couple of years or something and then dang one of the like one of the people who like are like these like hunters for like you know the challenge like he discovers it and like gets through and it's kind of cool because it's actually like the game of joust like back in the like you know back in the 80s you know like the arcade you go and play joust and it's kind of cool like the the way that it plays out too because i want to say that i want to say that the character that you're playing was death and like like whoever the player was would take the player one spot and then like death was on the player two well then it was kind of funny because uh he's like well he's like i only ever really play this game with my friend and my friend's always player one so he's like you mind if we switch spots and death is like well okay fine you know so now he's playing from the player two spot Hmm. dude it's so it's really cool how like some of that stuff really comes together and like just the other challenges and even the end where it's like yeah like the message at the end of it is like super cool and like compared to the movie it's again the movie has its good points but there's a lot of 80s throwbacks in there too a lot of it nice okay sorry so sounds like i probably should sounds like i probably should Get somebody to get the audiobook for me and listen to it and tell me what it's about. That'll right? work too. The, the audiobook, just, just listen to it at work or, you know, like on the off time. Yeah, it totally works. Dang. Man, why don't I think about this stuff before, dude? I could totally Dang. do that. Audiobook I it is. Start reading, well, start reading nice. in air quotes uh, the Dresden files because I found <laughs> those on YouTube. So it's like, oh, it's like Dresden, hmm. you know, like, uh, like the Dresden series, book one, chapter one. Let's go ahead and listen to that. It's like, oh, chapter two is right here next. It's like, mm. let's listen to that. So, might have to try that, dude. Totally, you know, thinking outside the box there. All right. So, last one for Would You Rather. Would you rather never use social media sites, apps again, or never watch another movie or TV show? Man, this is, a, this is one of the ones that's a tough one, too. Because. If there's no social media sites or apps for me, like this would definitely not be a reality. But right. Like TV shows I can kind of do without, but movies, like that is the keyword right there, man. Like it's basically like movies or social media apps. And man, I'd probably cut out the social media sites and apps before I cut out movies. 
I think yeah. that, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I, I think me personally, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's um, I've kind of I've noticed here recently that I um, I mean, I, I'm I'm on, you know, Facebook. I'm hardly on Twitter. I'm barely on Snapchat, and I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> so, um, what I kind of tend or what I notice is that. It seems like I'm more on social media now, more so for pushing some of the things that I do. So if, uh, if that was the case, where going forward, I couldn't post on social media or not watch TV or movies, based off of the work and stuff that, that, that I do and we do, I'd, I, man, dude, I think I would almost give up TV and movies just about, I think I would. Um, but then again, mm. like if I just decided to just like not do anything and, you know, I'm, I'm losing project runway and I'm losing, you know, big okay. brother. And most, I was just going to say tomorrow is the newest episode of Oak Island. Like, oh, dude, that, that's, that's, that's a really, really, really hard one for me. Damn, dude. I, 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 I hate to say it, but. I think I would rather not watch another movie or TV show. Really, man. I I think so. Surprises tonight. I think I just uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's it's shocking to me too. I, as I'm playing it out <laughs> and playing out the pros and cons, I I feel like I would almost be more productive if I wasn't stuck watching. TV and movies, and I feel like I'm productive enough already as it is. So, but um, if I, you know, when the Cubs are on, dude, like we're talking literally like two and a half to three hours where I'm stuck, like I'm not doing anything, I'm watching yeah. the Cubs, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, um, if the Cubs were not on TV, then that's about two to three hours where I'm could be doing something. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> And and it, I was gonna say I did notice that about it. Sort of seems like too, I, you know, like when the Bears right? were on, like that was like what was that like about like yeah two and a half hours or so, right? Like say about like about yeah, three hours, like, yeah. That I basically really didn't do anything else. It's like it was just oh, I'm just gonna watch the Bears game, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was. I don't know. That was very different for me because. Like, usually I'll, like, I don't really plan, like, my downtime, you know? Like, like after we, like, set up shop here, it's like I might turn on a movie or something for a little bit, you know? Until it's like, all right, I'm just about to right. pass out. But it's like, I really don't plan on, okay, I have to be sitting here at this time to watch this. Like, unless it was the Bears right. game of the season, you know? But that's also partially because True. Trubisky True. was my quarterback, so... I could kind of swear at him, you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, I definitely have my Tuesday nights for Oak Island at eight o'clock. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to learn when Project Runway is on on TV, which I think is a Wednesday night. And, you know, Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother just started tonight, which I didn't really talk about in the opening very much, but, Man, it's it was. I laughed more in the first episode tonight than I had in 
I want to say almost any other previous um, episode, uh, you know, beginning episode of Big Brother. Um, and, and I hate to kind of get tied into to shows and stuff like that and be completely just like sucked and dragged in. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that it's that good, bad TV, <laughs> basically. It kind of just sort of does it to you, man. However, Oak Island is not bad TV at all. It's educational. It's yeah. great. It's family oriented. It's fun. <laughs> you know, so uh well yeah. so so Micah did sit down and watch uh the masked singer. Like we've now watched, you know, like we're caught up with that one. And it was mm-hmm. one where it's like it was one where uh I think it was on Hulu maybe. It was either Hulu or on like the Fox app or something where it was featured. Mm-hmm. And I was like like Meredith was like, oh, it's like, what kind of show should we watch? And I'm like, well, I was like, how about we watch, you know, I was like, you know, people were talking about the mask singer. It's like, let's watch that, you know? And that was the one where she was like, yeah, the judges really make it. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's really decent because of the judges. Judges made the show. They do. They, well, I mean, the singers too. Some of the singers are amazing. Oh, yeah. And of course it's like, I don't know. I like it for the, or I don't like it because of the reason of the premise, even because it's like you don't know who the singers are. So that's why they kind of like, that's how they keep you watching is because it's like you have no idea who it's going to be. So <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. I guess that was the last one was, uh, oh man, now I forgot his name, but he's one of the broadcasters for the NFL, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Terry. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, he was one of the singers on there. And it was kind of funny because one of the judges even noticed. It's like, oh, it's like, I noticed that when he laughed in his video, he did like the whole full body laugh, you know, with his shoulders and everything. And he's like, there's only one person <laughs> yeah. I know who does that full body laugh. <laughs> that's hilarious. So that's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. That is crazy. But. Oh, man. I know. It's about that time here for us. Man, yeah, it's it is it is right at about that time, dude. Man, you got you got any final thoughts? Man, really, uh, really, just thank you. Um, seeing like the numbers of the people who are listening, and just even hearing the buzz around, uh, really around work and kind of around just the social circles, you know, like everyone's talking about how you know they have been listening. And I'm super thankful. Like, super happy that you guys enjoy it. Uh, I love the feedback, too. Like, we're getting a lot of that. And it's awesome to hear what you guys think and what you want to, like, kind of what you want to hear. And, uh, no, we definitely listen. And we're going to take all that, you know, yeah, just take it in and see, yeah, see where we we go with it. Man, yep, yep, yep. I, um, I, I, I second everything that you say. It's it's been it's been a little bit odd to know that um, people are listening to us all the time, <laughs> which is it's it, which is pretty cool. Um, it's cool to hear that you know we have friends literally all over the place right now that are are basically tuning in and um, providing all sorts of really cool feedback and stuff. And um, yeah, man, you know it's it, it's always a blast. You know, hanging out, talking, chilling, you know, discussing you know, uh, with you, man. And, um, it's, it's, it's cool that, uh, that everybody else is kind of 
hanging out with us as well too dude so yeah definitely definitely appreciate it yeah so that that basically wraps up uh this episode of beyond the cube podcast um make sure to you know follow us on uh on twitter vince do you happen to know what the twitter handle is because i i don't really remember uh, <laughs> that one is uh at beyond the cube podcast so basically, Man, always on the spot. Basically, dude. everything is at or is beyond the cube podcast. Um, you can also find that on iTunes now, also uh, Google Play. Um, just look for Beyond the Cube podcast, all one word. Um, yeah, we're one more episode closer to Spotify, which is awesome. Can't wait. Of course, super. I really, really can't wait to get on Spotify, man. No, and of course, streaming on our site at beyondthecubepodcast.com. Boom. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think we have uh, many links to give out this time. Like, I'll definitely include the Discord. Uh, I see that more people are joining on, which is awesome. It's super. It's it's cool (laughs) seeing all the all the notifications and stuff of people getting in on Discord. you know, we we definitely got plans for that. So um, once again, sign up, uh, join in, uh, get a, get to be a part of the community and stuff. Um, some interactivity will definitely be coming from there for, uh, for sure. Yep. I don't know if Craig wants you to say hi either or not, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we got I don't new, know about Craig. We got new way. <laughs> That's basically our new way to record is uh, through this bot named Craig and. Yeah. No, we're definitely trying it out, and it's kind of exciting. So, yes, absolutely. Every every episode is fun and exciting, and cool and awesome, and literally the best. That's why we are the best podcast in the eight one five. There it is. I said it, and I'll I'll say it again. The best podcast in the eight one five. Just so you know, that's area code eight one five. Yeah. So it's great, fun time. Appreciate everybody listening. Yep, thank you so much. And we will see everybody soon. Yep, have a great one. Yep, bye. See ya.